who awakens you. One that eases into the meditator. One who transpires the writer. He who inspires the cook. Him who focuses a freelancer. For there's another who encourages the boxer. Maybe he, too, motivates the runner. It must be the same beast pushing weights out there. He's a gentle day walker. He has a gentle dog to walk. Simple one, poetically thinking. Impersonator of many authors. How do you get to blow that sax like that last night? You are one mysterious Uncle Bud. Good morning, good evening, good night, ladies, gentle bros, listeners and individuals of modern day technology. This is Bud Talks Podcast, episode 220. And I am going to switch the song back to Lo-Fi. About an hour or so ago, I told myself I would only record tonight if the Blazers won. About an hour ago, I was watching a Blazer game. Actually, it's probably more like an hour and a half. The Blazer game was on, and they were down by 20, and in the last couple of minutes, they were coming back. And the last minute was kind of a God-given opportunity for the Blazers. As there was, they were, I think they were down by four, and Nurk had made, Yusuf Nurk had made two free throws, and then on the inbound, Sacramento Kings inbounded the ball, and one of the guys turned it over under the basket, inbounding it full court, and Dame got it back, laid it up. They were down one. Now, at that point, I'm telling myself, okay, I better get ready for this podcast. And fast forward, life in the Rose Garden, excuse me, the Moda Center, they lose. And I'm sitting up here like, shit, I was actually really getting ready for a dope-ass boss. Because imagine if they would have won, then I would have been like, ugh, this happened, this happened. Go check out the highlights because this is just an audio thing for me. So I don't really care. I'm just happy they won and I'm down here. Shout out to the Blazers, though. So they owe me one. This is a... I don't think this is the latest I've ever done a podcast. I actually recorded myself talking at 2.30 in the morning several months ago, and I haven't listened to it. I might listen to it after this. I was probably drunk. I was partying earlier this year. But that's just the way things go. And earlier today I was down here in the studio, and I wrote – the poem I just read, I wrote down earlier today. I wrote it down because if you listen back to it, it's like these labels I'm talking about. As one part of me transpires to inspire the next part of me. For example, I awaken and I'm a meditator. 
and then I inspired to be a cook. Then I have to write. Then I have to do freelance work. And then I'm a dog walker. I walk my dog. And then I lift weights. And then I'm a writer. And then I'm a thinker. And then I have to do book stuff with... Uh, I'm also an author. So, yeah, I just kind of go from one thing to the next and within a 24 hour period and yeah i think it's pretty dope because if you think about it everybody's like different people and then if you look at it from a bird's eye view i mean you get all these faces i mean some of your fathers mothers aunties uncles and gosh if your nieces or nephews knew who the runner was or who the whoever you are at work i mean it's like you could just be a complete asshole, but then you're such the sweetest auntie or uncle. But to Bob or Tasha over here, your coworker, they fucking hate you because you're a bitch. You you suck at life. Like you just you just. But you're a good uncle. You're a good uncle or auntie. Like you're you're really good at what you do outside of work. But you just aren't a good team player. You think about yourself. You're just there for the check. Like, you're just trying to get to the fucking niece of yours or nephew at the end of the week. Because they don't, like, nobody cares. Come on now. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. So, nobody, I mean, I, I don't know. Man, I, I just tend to live outside the box, which is bullshit because you can't really live outside the box, right? To think you are thinking outside the box, you're always going to be within some type of box. I mean, hear me out. Like, think about it. If you're an employee and you have to work within a certain, I guess, realm of rules for HR purposes, you know, they they say there's three levels of, I guess, uh, being in an inner circle or abiding by rules. There's there's um, complying. There's commitment, and then there's, I guess, more so of a, um, yeah, compliance, which is why companies have compliance compartments so that you comply with their rules and regulations. So everybody makes money. That's the point of it. Everybody needs to make money, so you need to comply so everybody can function at their job. And then you have those at the highest level who are committed. I mean... Some people are just committed because it's their dream job, so they're committed to it through the ups and the downs. And if they get fired, they're probably going to go somewhere else to do the same damn thing. Just as good. And that last employer who fired them, fuck them, because that's the way life is sometimes. You move on, and you smile. And, yeah, that's just the way things go. Shout out to the Blazers, though. The niggas, nah, they lost. I just caught myself saying niggas. I don't really care for the word. Like I say it to a couple of my homies, but I mean, I feel like it's, I don't know. I guess I'm just a part of a generation that doesn't really give much thought to it, but I try never to say it around elders. Actually, I don't say it around elders. There's certain people I don't, I just don't say the N word around. Like, I mean, I'm not afraid to say it. I'll say nigga, nigga, nigga. Like, I'll be around white people and say, 
And if my boy Omari's right here, I'm going to say, what's up? I'm like, that's my nigga. But I don't really care. Like, if a white boy was saying nigga around me, I mean, and if I, and I, and I knew him, I would probably just tell him, hey, man, I don't really care that you're saying the N-word because you're obviously not saying it in a derogatory way. And if he was saying it in a derogatory way, then this would be a different narrative, I'm saying. But if he's a cool white boy who just has too many black friends who have allowed him to get away with saying nigga, I would just tell him, just keep in mind that, I mean, you might be caught saying it around a real nigga. And he ain't going to like that. So just don't be so free around niggas you don't know saying nigga. And that's all I really care to say about that. So about that earlier poem, that's Mr. Hanson. He does a lot of stupid stuff trying to make money all day. But that's all I have to say, and that's all I have today. This is Bud Talks. Give <laughs> me say it right. Bud Talks two two zero. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Make it a good Thursday. <laughs>